Here we are, guys. Welcome to You Good, the New Jersey podcast about New Jersey musicians and all the bullshit that we deal with. It's a groovy show. Don't forget, folks, you can check out my my open mic nights every Monday at the Exchange, 160 East Main Street in Rockaway, New Jersey. And check out Dylan and the boys over at Tavern Off the Green running their open mic every other Wednesday over... Oh, man, Tavern Off the Green, such a good spot. Yeah, I don't know the address, but... It's across the street from the train station. If you can't, yeah, if you can't you find it, you're too drunk and just keep walking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> at that bar? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you wouldn't be the drunkest person there, probably. Twice, I think I was the drunkest person at Tavern Off the Green. Really? Wow, yes. that's hard to do. It was not that difficult. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so this is the second time we're trying to talk about this because the first time we did it, we're not gonna re- we're not gonna re- uh, release it because we both came off like real assholes and then ended up getting like kind of punch downy and i didn't like the way we sounded i didn't like the way it felt listening to it and i just so we're gonna try this again but we're gonna talk about a very important uh, subject tonight we're gonna talk about cover bands Mm -hmm. what's up guys so cover bands it's getting to this point where there's so many of them and they're all kind of doing the exact same show down to the wardrobe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's a deliberate thing or like they all got together and we're like all right well we're over 50 <laughs> let's just that's it black t-shirts black jeans new balance sneakers that's like just like stage crew like what's going on <laughs> what's going on boys <laughs> i don't understand it well that's funny i never thought about the stage crew thing <laughs> yeah like what happened to the like the days when like the band would like you know you dress in some nice colors, some weird <laughs> shit. Well, I always like so, wear black too, like, but, but you know, I also like to wear high heels and crop tops. So, yeah, you know, so it's different. like it's different. <laughs> it's still it's a look that you like. You're like, boom, I'm gonna get your attention. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't pull off a crop top. It just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. I don't have the, I don't have the tits for it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's it, like taking a taking a chance in fashion. Why why do they all, why do we why do they all do this like mm. I've, I've always been kind of a proponent mm-hmm. and like people have t- like people that like you know i've busted balls to to a lot of musicians faces over showing up underdressed uh-huh. like put on some colors dre- get some people's attention yeah it's part of the game do something weird and cool have and fun, fun with it. just have fun with it like you know some the, people are like a little shy but you know kinda, it can, you it, know what there's not a uniform a little, like, come the, on, a little bit of flair in your in your outfit could get you out of that little funk of feeling shy that's true you know that's you're true. all of a sudden you're a conversation piece mm-hmm. you see that guy in the, in the in the white shirt what what white shirt oh oh that guy yeah yeah the, the white puffy shirt yeah yeah the guy dressed like a pirate <laughs> yeah yeah that guy the puffy shirt that's the bass player what <laughs> cool <laughs> Connor actually got shit one time. I wasn't in, in the band at the time, and I won't say what band it was, but he got shit from somebody who wasn't in the band for wearing a uh, a Super Mario shirt to one of their gigs. Like a t- like a Super Mario Brothers t-shirt? Yeah, like a Super Mario t-shirt. It's a cool shirt. Well, well, it was yellow. What was the gig? I don't know. I don't even remember. Like, Was it like a fancy... But this person was like, you're, you're not look- you don't look like a rock star. Like... I love bright yellow Super Mario Brothers T-shirt. That's a that's attention grabbing. That's a rock star move. That's attention grabbing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, some color, come some color, boys. You know, mm-hmm. change up the set list. Why do each? Why does? Why does? Why is there like so many cover bands in North Jersey playing like almost the same set list? It's weird. Oh well, yeah, 
you know, like like all the small things. Mm-hmm. It's like I've heard I've heard over over a dozen bands play that song. Oh yeah, I, like, there's got to be like a list or something somewhere. Yeah, like are they like <laughs> I don't I don't understand it. Is it are, like is there like an almanac that goes out? Are they all like <laughs> are are they all in cahoots? I don't know. Is it like is it like a cabal of cover bands? Oh, like conspiracy? Oh my god! <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> what was that? The, the CBG, not the K. Oh, I messed that up. <laughs> not, the K, the not the KGB. <laughs> the CBG, B CGB B CBGBs. <laughs> Are you getting the heebie-jeebies from CBGBs? Oh, the ghost of CBGBs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's like I just like there's there's so much talent up here and there's so much great original music mm-hmm. so much great original stuff and actually like i i you know my last my i was playing at salt last night and i kind of just after our conversation i was like i'm gonna do more i'm gonna do more originals and i did more original stuff and i did some oh, I, did, yeah. I did some originals that i haven't touched or played out in pro- like probably close to 10 years nice yeah it felt pretty good it felt pretty damn good um got good feedback mm-hmm. on the one uh, this this the other one I knew wasn't gonna get a lot of good feedback. <laughs> it's just, it's it's so it's I don't know it's it's a story song. So if you're not if you don't listen yeah. to the whole thing, you you lose out. Right. So right. I saw conversations starting to strike up halfway through the song. I was like, all right, well this isn't G major. Let's just roll it into something else. And I rolled it into something else. But it, good thinking. It worked. It worked. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, just like there's you don't see you see a lot of guys getting together putting bands together and they're and they're learning a bunch of covers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Why don't you guys sit down and write something? Why don't you try and take, you know, take a chance and write something? Mm-hmm. It's just I, I just I just feel like it's a it's a part of the creative process that's not getting enough attention. Yeah. You know what sucks? This has happened to to me and the boys a couple times cuz we as a group mainly play covers because that's what the bars want, and yeah, yeah. Depending sadly, on who's there, if it's like the manager, or the owner, or something, and they notice you playing an original song, we've gotten talked to about it. Like, why? Why'd you play an original song? Nobody knew what that was. It's like the people liked it. Did, were you looking at them? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's very odd. It's 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 this odd dynamic. I feel like we're, I feel like we're on the like on the cusp of like a, a paradigm shift, in the scene because there's been so much of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're trying to just get ahead of it and say we said it first. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I really feel like we're gonna hit. We're hitting this point, this wall. We're like it's like enough. It's, we've had enough of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's been a while. Of like you know, of the, it's been you know, COVID. You know, the the shutdown and that stuff notwithstanding, it's been for the past like six seven years. It's been a lot of bands not producing original stuff yeah and the ones that are producing original stuff are doomed to coffee houses and the meat locker mm-hmm. you know like yeah the, it's not like, fair we used to play church shows all the time when i was in high school and uh i guess like halfway through college i didn't know a single band who played a church show anymore or anything like even even coffee house stuff yeah there's a couple of places that that are doing it uh doing it again there's a there's a record store in denville that has yeah live bands now which is really cool so that's that's promising it's a small it's place but like, whatever. i wonder what they're getting paid uh no. see that's not that's the that's the crux too it's like mm-hmm. oh it's originals i don't know we're taking a chance on this yeah you're taking a chance on this yeah. pay pay the boys give them a shot you know i think it's i don't know it's, it's it's weird like but there's there's there are a lot of factors into why 
that the, the, the scene has become what the scene has become. Mm-hmm. And management is definitely a big part of it. We got like restaurant owners and rest, restaurant management is a big, is a big part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have we don't have local radio like we used to have local radio. Uh, no, we don't. You know, I mean, DHA used to play a lot of original stuff. Uh, top right, hit the X button. Use, you can hit the, use the touch screen. Oh. We're fourteen percent tuned up. Thanks, Avast. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid antivirus bullcrap. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> DHA. Yeah, like you know, WDHA. You know, right? You know, right in Cedar Knolls, right around the corner from where I grew up. They used to have original bands, local bands, come in and play, you know, and talk about their gigs, you know. They would and they would t- they would talk up what ba- what bars are showing what bands, you know, and that really doesn't happen anymore. They'll tell you about Starland, yeah, maybe yeah. if if they're giving away tickets, you know, but they they're not that 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 it, that that structure is just not there anymore. Like it's become so spread out. Like nobody listens to terrestrial radio anymore. That's why we're doing a fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like there's just. The, the lack of the structure and that lack of, of, of a want of original music is just is just kind of mind-blowing, you know? But I, I feel like we're getting close to a paradigm shift. I think we're going to get to this sure, turning so. point where, where, you know, the the younger kids coming up who aren't spending as much money in a bar, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, but they're going to... They'll stick around if they like the band. Mm-hmm. So if the band's going to, you know... It's, it's interesting. I've noticed, like, you know, kids, these, you know, kids coming up, and good on them, they don't drink as much. You know, like like yeah. growing like when I was growing up, binge drinking was like a lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> you know, to and like to them, it's a cautionary tale, as it should be, as it really, really should be. So it's really cool to see like these kids aren't getting as fucked up in mass the way we were getting fucked up mm-hmm. when we were in our early twenties. Mm-hmm. So, but they're getting you know they're, they're getting older and they're getting smarter. They're not gonna, they're not going to keep listening to the same drivel and and bull crap. I'm getting yeah. a, I'm getting a spam call. Uh oh, yeah. There's a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool younger bands. I saw dogs in a pile. Do you ever see those cats? No. They're out of Asbury Park. They're a lot of fun. Oh. They're a lot of fun. I saw a few local bands at this place in Booton. It wasn't Booton Tunes. It was a different place. It was like a like a basement of a of a place. And that was a real cool spot. So that's promising too. Um, yeah, yeah it is. It is nice. It is nice to see that. Um, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess it's a money thing too. Oh, big problem with too many covered brands. It's the undercut. Yeah, the undercut. Who who will work the cheapest? Who will work the cheapest? And that happens a lot. And mm-hmm. it's like there's got to be you know that there's got to be a bottom line, sure. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line should not be six inches in the ground. <laughs> You know, like yeah. you're not, we're not farmers. We do not swing at shit in the dirt. That's why we play music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that undercutting, it's a big, it's a big, big thing, man. I, you know, there has to be that, that, like, you know, that decision. But again, the venues dictate that as well. The bars that are only willing to pay 50 bucks a man flat, yeah. that's what they're, you're going to get what you pay for, man. You're going to get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. The guy that, the guy that knows he's not going to, he wouldn't do 50 bucks for a, for a three hour show. The, you know, the smart guy, the guy who's, you know, he's, he's absolutely going to say no to that. That's, in, that's insulting. That's less than 10. That's like less than what? Three hours, 50 bucks. Yeah. Well, there's that's, also load in and load out. Load in, load out. Yeah. You're there for, you're there for five hours at least. At least. Yeah. That's what? Temp, it's, it's, like, it's like nine bucks an hour. <laughs> Fuck that. It's not, it's, it makes no sense. You know, no. I've never, I, I, you know, 
I think I, I think the first and only time I took it, like, yeah, I was, I, there's a chain of restaurants out West called Chiba Hut. Chiba. Chiba Hut. Hmm. Ask Ayla about it. I, I bet she's been. Okay. It's, it's really, it's, it's like, it's like a hippie sub shop. Oh, yeah. And they do like sub sandwiches, they do like vegan stuff and like, you know, but it's all like hippie dippy themed right. surfboards, Volkswagen buses, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a cool spot, but, uh, got that Chiba Chiba vibe going on. It's good shit. The food is really yeah, good. Right. That, uh. Um, that teriyaki chicken sandwich is bomb. Ooh. Yeah, it's bomb. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> when I first moved to Phoenix and had like nothing, nothing, uh, I was looking for gigs and I got the door, I got the door slammed in my face, you know, a dozen times. Yeah. And, I, and I walked in there to get a sandwich with with the with the zuki with my bazooki in the case, and the guy was like, "Hey man, what's that?" Like, oh, it's it's my bazooki. Oh, what? And you know. It's my conversation piece. So I open up the case, and it's, oh, that's really fucking cool, man. Hey, if you want to play here on, like, a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, I'll give you, like, 40 bucks. I was like, 40 bucks? And you can get a free sandwich. Hey. All right. I'll come do, I'll come do two hours for, for 40 bucks. Yeah, you got to start something. I had a, yeah, it was like a jump-off point. And I had, but literally, I, need, like, I needed that 40 bucks. Yeah. Like, I was like, I fucking I need a gig right now. Um, so... But there's like there has to be a line, and a lot of these bars and and don't don't respect the entertainment, you know, and they'd be better off just just hiring a DJ. If they want to pay for a band, they should you know they should be prepared to put up the money for an actual legit band, yeah, you know, and and we and we shouldn't you know we as a collective of musicians should should all agree that no, you know, it's not enough. Well, that's the it's thing. not enough. The, the price of beer went up. The price of liquor goes up. Yeah. The price of food goes up. The price of gas goes up. Inflation effect affects everyone. We're still making the same money as the guys in 1979 were making. Mm-hmm. That's horseshit. Yeah, the people hiring the bands don't know that. So it would be nice if all the bands got together. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on the we're on the same page. But uh, I don't know. Well, now you're talking about radical stuff. Now you're now you're being a commie. Oh, <laughs> you're talking unions. What Bernie Sanders crawl up your butt or something? <laughs> let me just say one thing. Oh, let me check. I was kind of constipated today. Which even if you... it might be because <laughs> there was a small Jewish man up your ass <laughs> who may or may not be related to Larry David. Let me just say one thing. It is very cozy in your ass. Oh, thanks, Bernie. You're welcome. <laughs> I like to think I'm a good guest. Yeah, you know, even if you don't know me very well, you know that's I usually have the opposite. You know, I've I've talked to I've I've had a similar conversation with several several musician friends of mine about they get constipated about unionizing. Oh, and because there used to be like a union presence amongst the musicians in this in in New Jersey, but it, uh-huh. it went the it kind of just went the wayside over over you know after the whole Mothers Against Drunk Driving thing came out. Like there's 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 a history lesson in all of this about like the. The, the fall of the of the of the local musician and, and it had a lot oh. to do with with mad with mother, mothers against drunk driving and insurance liabilities oh. and stuff all of a sudden bars didn't want the liability of a full band of a, of a, oh. of actual of a big show because that means more people might get tuned up and fucked up you know and that's not their fault it's not the bar's fault for over serving it's the band's fault for being there, which is just utter horseshit, but they, wow. but they cut out the liability of bands. Huh. That's when kar- and the karaoke came on the rise because uh-huh. that's going to keep the people sober. <laughs> no, I don't, it's but there, I, I've had I've had conversations with with my father about this and with other musicians. Like there is like this like you can see like this rise and fall of musicianships 
and like you know and and the union that that did exist um and i've talked and i've talked to friends about bringing you know the idea of bringing a union back mm -hmm. and i know that like what they think is would be a, a really easy grassroots thing to put together like nah dude you're 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 talking about pissing off a lot of people yeah. to get your point across this you know i totally agree we should all be making more money every one of us mm -hmm. you know the ones who work at it the ones who truly work at their craft and and this is our livelihood yeah we should be earning a lot more the the idea of unionizing scares so many restaurant owners mm. so many venue owners because it does because it, all of a sudden we're organized yeah, yeah. and if and if, and they don't see the benefit of oh if this band can't make it your union rep will get you this band like ah. that's just like there's like you That'd know cool. there's 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 a system you know there's a system in place it, it would it would fix a lot of problems it would fix more problems than it would create and the venues don't 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 believe in that they don't agree in that and fine but fuck them <laughs> i don't know i was going somewhere really poignant i think i fell off the rails but uh no I, what you said made a lot of sense hey all right i, I, I feel I, there's more i want to say there's more i want to say about it there really is but i don't know yeah what would uh so what advice what advice do you have for these uh for all, Put these, your all these people have more fun with your job Put a little more effort into your outfit. Write some original shit. And say no. If 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 you're gonna get undercut, say no. Mm -hmm. It's not worth your time. It's not worth it's not worth your time or your energy to go out for fifty bucks a man. It's just not. Yeah, you know, I saw when when I was at William Patterson, Penn and Teller came to like do uh do like a talk and like they did magic tricks too, but it was mostly like um, illusions. <laughs> illusions. Illusions. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know, they gave a little talk and one of the best things that I ever heard and that I needed to hear and also my bandmate at the time who went with me really needed to hear was uh, they were like, one of the best things you can ever do for yourself when you're starting out is not take every gig. Yeah. Like take the ones that are worth your time and you won't hate your life. Yeah. No, it's something like if you let it, if you let yourself into the, like if you throw yourself completely into the meat grinder. It's not going to be anything left, mm -hmm. you know. You can't you can't say yes to every gig. I've turned down so many gigs, especially since since we got pregnant and and Grace came along, and like you know when she in the first like for the first like three four months I wouldn't take a gig that was more than fifteen minutes away from the house. I remember, and it was totally deliberate. And like yeah. I turned down a lot of gigs because I had, but I was sticking to my principles, and, I, and it wasn't anything against those venues. And once once I opened that radius, it changed, uh -huh. you know. And then I was working a lot. It was great. But I said no to to a lot of gigs that just logistically didn't make sense. Like mm -hmm. I'm not driving to Bethlehem for for 200 bucks. Yeah. I'm not driving to Bethlehem for 200 bucks. It's just not happening. It's far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because then I got to drive back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like it's and then it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm driving back from Bethlehem. I don't want to deal with that <laughs> shit. I don't want to deal with tractor trailers at one o'clock in the morning. You always forget about the drive home. Yeah. Exactly. Like you know, like like. <laughs> You know, Mingo, my, I love that guy. He's living upstate. He's playing all these gigs up there. And every, uh -huh. anytime he comes down to visit and we, and, he's, and we cross paths, he's like, oh, man, you got to make the drive up, man. It's only like, it's only a couple hours. Dude, it's not a couple hours. You're in <laughs> Saranac Lake. 
It's not two hours from Marks County. Yeah, it's just not. It's far. Unless you, yeah, it's it's really friggin' far, and I'm not. It's just not happening. It's just I'm not you know not right now, mm-hmm. not not next weekend, dude. I got shit going on, like you know. Yeah, if you can make a weekend out of <laughs> if it, if I can make a weekend out of cool. it and make and make you know a bunch, yeah. But like, but even still, like, you know, she's still so little, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it's just not fair to, for her to travel like that, you mm-hmm. know. When she, when she gets a bit bigger and she understands it and she can deal with it, yeah, sure, great. It'd be a lot of fun. Oh, for it, fully, you know? She's got, I want her to get a little bit more comfortable falling asleep in weird, random places. Mm. Like, just, you know, how kids just conk out mm-hmm. and just, like, wherever they fall asleep, that's just where they fall asleep. She yeah. hasn't quite gotten there yet. Huh. She'll just, she'll, she'll when she wants to take a nap, and it's actually kind of rad, but, like, when she wants to take a nap, she walks to the door oh. and puts her hand on the door, like, all right, I'm tapping out. Huh. I'm done. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, good. But yeah, like yeah, it's it, it it's very important to say no to gigs. It's very important because if it's not worth your time, it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if like if if you try out a spot and you don't like the vibe in the room, and they ask you to come back, you can say no. Yeah, you can totally say no. If like there was like somebody just eyeing you in the corner and like you know that guy's there every fucking day <laughs> and you don't want to see it, you don't have to fucking, you don't have to fucking see it. You don't. You know, you can you can choose to you can choose to power through it, or you can choose to say fuck it. Mm-hmm. There's you know, there's there's you, you know, choice. you have a choice. You everyone you, you has has a choice. They do not have to take every single gig. That's very good. That's very good advice mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, they were they were really cool. I've heard I've heard uh, Penn's a bit of an uh, asshole. Uh, a little bit. You know, I don't. I've I've, I've heard. Uh. Yeah, I mean he, you know, <clears throat> he's got very strong opinions on things. Yeah. So that you know that doesn't always rub people the right way. Yeah, sometimes sometimes God gives the loudest voice to the biggest idiot, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of like I kind of get that vibe off him sometimes. Like you know, like I read a lot of books. Were they fiction? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see why why you or people would would, would think that. Yeah, I don't know. I just. He's a little blowhardy, you know. Yeah, I've heard, I've, I've, I've heard through, uh, you know, like you know, listening to other interviews and stuff that he can be a little hard to work with. Which I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I've been called worse. <laughs> By the way, my EP "I've Been Called Worse" is still available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, hey. Apple Music, wherever you steal your music from. <laughs> it's pretty good. You still have some actual CDs left too, right? Uh, I've got. Two or three. Oh wow! I'm actually. I'm just gonna. Um, I, I. I'm gonna burn a few more just because I can. Mm. But I'm gonna put in a big order, uh, for the holiday season. Cool. Yeah. All right. Do you still have any hard copies of your uh, your EP? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I do actually. Uh, it's a double disc of my first and second EPs. The third one's not physical yet, and maybe when this fourth one comes out, maybe I'll do another double disc. Wise man once said, "It's better to own 100 percent of something and sell 20,000 copies than own 20 percent of something and sell two million." Mm-hmm. Prince, I thought so. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it's true. I, it's so true. Yeah, it's another thing. Like, I, like there used to be labels that gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Now, now you got to. Now you got to like to get to get on a label. You need to sell. You need to have like a million views, like a million hits on YouTube or something to get yeah. a label interested in you. It's like, that's yeah. that's the opposite of how this is supposed to fucking work, boys. Labels haven't really been the same even since before streaming was the thing. Oh, they they were so 
slow to jump on that on that bandwagon they, and they were and rightfully so they they, they saw what was coming uh-huh. they knew that if they you know that once the streaming thing took hold legitimately took hold of things that they would lose a lot of money mm. so they just tried to cash in as much as they fucking could while they could yeah you know but now it's now we're in this reality we live in a society sorta <laughs> Did you, did you hear that? Uh, I don't know if this was a, just a rumor or not, but uh, Joker Two might be a musical. I I've heard the same thing, and uh, uh, Lady Lady Gugu is in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, Lady Gaga. I know she's got a really nice voice. Tony Bennett is like her grandpa or something. It's, <laughs> it's like it's great. Do I want her to, as Harley Quinn? Not even a little. Mm. Not even a little. Um, I really I, hope it's not. I honestly don't think they should be intru- introducing Harley Quinn into this Joker's universe. Nah. I don't think it deserves it. It's not funny enough. It's too it's it's way too dark. Yeah. You know? He doesn't he doesn't deserve the comic relief aspect. <laughs> I'm saying. No, like, I suppose. Yeah. Um but yeah, but yeah I've, it's I've heard that it's going to be a musical, which ah, for the love of God. I don't understand why they would do something like that. No. Um I'm I'm you know we you know we all know that you know Kevin Conroy wouldn't wouldn't want it that way. Mm, probably not. No, R.I.P. Buddy. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Pour one out for for Kev real quick. <sighs> but I also heard Gallagher died, so that's okay. <laughs> was he a jerk? He was a total asshole. He was a total like. Well, I don't know much about him other than this well, mashing. He had this great bit. You know, sit around the fire, Zoomers, Gen Gen Z, Gen Ys, and whatever. So let me tell you about Gallagher. So Gallagher was this douchebag who had this really funny prop comic bit that he did in the '80s, where he would talk about how politics are bad, and you know, and he would smash a watermelon with a big old mallet, and he kept doing that. That was his show, the whole show. <laughs> and then he sold the show. He franchised his show to his brother, who looked a lot like him. Gallagher 2. Oh, yeah. Gallagher 2 would tour. If you couldn't afford tickets to Gallagher, Gallagher 2 was half the price. <laughs> Coming through town a week later. Like, it was the same fucking thing. And uh, and he just, as he got older, he didn't, his show didn't evolve with the times. Uh-huh. You know? Some comics just want to stay doing their thing. Right. And that's fine. You want to cover yourself. You want to become a cover band of yourself. <laughs> fine. But that's what you're going to do. And and he became this kind of, you know, he became his own worst enemy. He he's, because his show didn't change, and you know, as the late nineties, two thousands roll around, it's like, wow, he's kind of a, he's kind of a piece of shit. Because oh. these jokes, these jokes that he was making in nineteen eighty two are not this, are just not funny in nineteen ninety eight, nineteen, you know, in the two thousands. I didn't know he was performing in the two thousands. He he was performing up until a few years ago when he got like super sick. Oh. Um, and you know, it's like you know, whatever. R.I.P. But like, he was kind of a dick, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starved to find someone who, so far my age and older who, who, who's had a staunch weight of, you know, like being able to make you know disagree with me on it and <laughs> prove me wrong that Gallagher's not a dick. So I'm not all that, bro- you know, I'm not all that broken up about it, you know. Yeah. Like, oh well. Oh well. R.I.P. I guess. <laughs> or don't. Whatever. I see if I care. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll never look at watermelon the same way. 
But yeah, if, uh, if you're feeling if you're feeling nostalgic or, or you just want to hear a really stupid and quasi racist joke, go ahead and check out a Gallagher video on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a less charming Andrew Dice Clay. I don't even know who that is. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Should I buddy. be embarrassed? Oh man, everyone knows who Dice is. Really? Uh oh. Oh. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Nope. Doesn't ring a bell. All right. Well, that's. Well, excuse me. Well, that was Steve Martin. Yeah. Right? I know okay. That everyone was. knows who's doing. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Really, you don't know who Andrew Dice Clay was? No. Is he's because he's he's kind of still doing the same the same bit too. Okay. Well, but... let me look up a picture of him real quick. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, you should. It, yeah, you shouldn't have to get like past the D for it to finish for okay. for Google to finish the Andrew. sentence for you. Dice Clay. Dice. Oh, yep. You're right. Didn't have to go past the D. Yep. Um, <laughs> Neither did he. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I do not recognize this guy. Really? Mm -hmm. Son of a gun. Well, you got a little more educating uh, to do for yourself there. Okay. You're gonna have to watch the movie The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh. What's that about? That's uh, it's a shitty detective movie starring Andrew Dice Clay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne Newton's in it too. Oh, you know okay. who that guy is. Yeah, hey, yeah. did you bring those forty fives? Oh no, I didn't because my because my my arms were full with the, my microphone and headphones. Mm. I didn't want to drop any of those things. So fair I enough. Left, I left the forty fives at home. Um, yeah. Any of so, those? Yeah, you, you were going through your your, your great grandma's stuff. Yeah, she. Uh, she she has a lot of stuff with that, her permission, I assume, right? Like, she, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just like trying to steal her shit. No, no. <laughs> no my mom and my grandmother have been, um, you know, tid tidying up her house while she's not there at the moment. Um, and yeah, they found this box of forty fives, and there was some cool stuff like the Let It Be forty five. I haven't played it yet. That's really cool. Uh, I, I, there were a bunch of Elvis in there. Um, something else that was really cool. I forget and a bunch of shit I never heard of before. Forty fives are tricky to like for the resale. Yeah. Um, I would assume so. You yeah. gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta find a guy with a jukebox. Mm. That's 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 how you sell your forty fives. You find you find people with jukeboxes. Huh. And that's how you get rid of forty fives. That makes sense. Yeah. Every, like every, like like any other like vinyl junkies, most really don't go for the short plays like they want they yeah. want the album they don't want the singles i got this friend tony i haven't seen him in a while tony uh, bag of donuts <laughs> uh, his name's tony saxon actually he's he's a pretty good musician too i wish he was still around here um what's he play he plays guitar and oh it'd be really cool to play the sax yeah it would be the first time i met him he was dressed as alice cooper at a halloween party that's pretty badass he looked just like him. it was awesome uh, but yeah, he's he's a forty-five guy. He likes uh, he likes um, like fifties R and B and stuff like that. Well, a lot of those, you know, um, like in the in the fifties and si in like early sixties, you know, it, like forty-fives was the way that's was the way. Yeah, yeah, like you know, that's how you got that new stuff. You heard it before. You heard it before it got on an album because mm -hmm. they would release a single first. You know, that's that's not really the thing anymore. Nah. You know, to collectors, it's not with what most of them are looking for. Yeah, yeah. Most are looking, you know, they want the they want the whole fucking record, mm -hmm. you know. As you can see by my giant stupid record collection. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another thing I got to do this week. I got to move I'm going to move my stereo in here. The whole shebang a bang. Oh. Yeah. That'll be cool. It's going to be great actually. I'm 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 like I'm sad about it cuz I have to move shit. 
<laughs> and like I don't know what to do with all the crap that's on the shelf right now. Yeah. But that will all move, and that the stereo is going to go up there, and the rest of the rest of my vinyl is going to make its way f- from under my bed to the to the studio, and uh, hopefully it'll deaden the sound a little bit. I imagine. It imagine. Would. Imagine it'll do a, do a, do a good chunk. I'm, I'm gonna put it next to that stupid pipe. Mm. But I can't block that light switch. Oh god! The logistics <laughs> of this room are just insane. <laughs> It's blowing my mind. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's t- it's whenever th- anybody talks about getting a studio up and running, it's like, oh, good luck. It's yeah, gonna take a while. It's ta- and then I, 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 you know, I was forth, forthright about that from the jump. Like this, this is a project. This is a work <laughs> in progress, and it stalled the past few weeks. But I got time coming up. Uh-huh. Holidays coming around the corner. I got some time, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend that time and shore up some corners and. Try and consolidate the tools a bit. It's just so many. Yeah. I don't need a chainsaw, but I want a chainsaw. I'm, yeah, and I'm keep gl- it. I'm not going to get rid of the chainsaw. I like having the chainsaw, but like, do I need three circular saws? You know, no, you don't need three. You don't no. even need one. No, I need I need at least one. Oh yeah, but I have one. Uh, let's see, down to two, three. Actually, I have four. Wow. <laughs> I have four fucking circular saws. If you, if anybody listening, there's anyone looking for a circular saw, feel free to just drop, it's like PM me on Facebook. and yeah. uh, Caller number four. And we'll talk. You'll get a free <laughs> yeah, maybe, saw. maybe for the holidays, we'll do a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we're going to randomly call people on both of our phones. Because the, the <laughs> no one picks up their phone anymore. They let it go to voicemail. Why is he calling me? <laughs> Ugh. Click. You know, with the 25th person to, co- to pick up their phone. The twentieth will give away a fucking Dewalt circular saw. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh shit! I think it's a good idea. That's actually not bad. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder if that's a tax write-off. Uh, hmm. hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> you know, speaking of tax write-offs, let's talk about this for a second. So, my neighbor uh, is involved with a uh, a really. Uh, really nice group of uh, folks called the Sisters of Charity, and they have a mission school in Haiti. Uh, that's it's a preschool to ninth grade uh, school, and they're they've started a music program, and they are in the process of trying to get these kids whatever musical instruments they can get their hands on. Really, like like you know, like not just instruments but equipment too, like cables, boards, speakers, amps. Um, not not big stuff because it does have to get shipped to friggin' Haiti. Mm. But um, anyone listening, uh, you know, drop me a line if you've got anything as far as musical instruments or equipment that you just want to get rid of. Not looking to make a buck off. Like they don't have to be great guitars; they just have to be guitars. You know, you throw an Allen key in with it and like let them adjust the truss rod. They'll figure it out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they, like there are, you know, they, they, they have music teachers down there. They just are very short on supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, drop me a line if you can. Um, is there an expiration date on that? No, there is not. Oh, great. As far as I know, this is just an ongoing thing yeah. uh, that they're like once once they get uh, a container full, they ship it. And, then, cool. and then they start another container. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's through Sisters of Charity. Um Let's see. Uh, you can also contact Dawn, uh, who's uh, my, my neighbor Pat's a very good friend and also a member of the Sisters of Charity. Uh, she's given me her email address. Uh, it's D-C-O-L-A-P-I-E-T-R-O-65 at gmail.com. Just mention my name uh, and uh, 
let her know what you're like if you want to contact her directly or you could just contact me either either way is fine but uh i've given i, I gave away a guitar uh and some percussion stuff that, we, that i had lying around that was just kind of just taking a space um and yeah so if you know any of you folks that are listening if you have anything that you you're, you you don't need just let me know it's a really cool thing and the, the longer we can keep these kids in school like an after school program mm. the safer they're going to be mm-hmm. things in haiti are just kind of fucked up yeah um so you know and but the 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 gangs that have been ruling the streets down there they've been really kind of ignoring the school and just kind of giving this this school their space because uh, you know not, and not messing with these kids so the long but I, like as long as those kids are in the school right, right. So, so you know the longer we can keep them in 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 that building with an after-school program every day you know that the you know the safer they are and also, you know, you're giving the gift of music to kids who, you know, who otherwise wouldn't have that opportunity. So certainly, you know, yeah. it's it's a, it's a groovy thing. It's it's a it's a really nice thing. So, it's, and with the holidays coming up, you know, I know we're all trying to feel a little extra charitable, you know. <laughs> so it's just something to think about. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I have a bunch of stuff I have to give. I have to give you. Bring it on up. Bring it on up, dude. You know where I live. I get you. You you know where I live, right? I do. <gasps> you do. Where am I? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What what year is it? <laughs> oh, oh, I've wanted so bad to just like 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 dress up like I just got ex- like out of an explosion, <laughs> like covered in soot with like ripped clothes and like blood coming down like well, out of my ear and I'm off my eye like just like dress up like I just like, stagger up this and I just ah, what what year is it? What what? year is it that would be fun <laughs> and then when they say 2022 just be like i missed <laughs> <laughs> no <Nah! laughs> oh boy i would like to see that oh man <laughs> that'd, be good. that'd be a good one that'd be a good one <laughs> that'd be fun <laughs> all right i think we nailed it I think we got i think we we, we got through a window yeah i think we could we could we could do a shorty one today it's just uh how long have we been doing this? We've got about forty-five minutes. That's a, that's so. that's enough. Yeah, that's good. That's a drive. That's a drive to work and back. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right. So I was thinking. Yep. We played one of your your songs last time. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we do one of mine this time? Yeah, Dylan, take it away. What are we listening to? All right. So this will be. We were talking about original music and yep. shit before. Um, a lot of people, and and I love all these people dearly. They ask me like, "Why don't you play more originals at open mic and stuff?" <laughs> it's like, well, there's a reason for it, and uh, here's why. This song is called "Fart Knocker." <laughs> <laughs> Fart Knocker. Oh, good. I, I I was hoping that we wouldn't end on a low note. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> 